0: Welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast, where we talk all things fangirl. This whole season, we've been reading and discussing Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer, which is Twilight from Edward's Perspective. And y'all, we're at the end. This we is our. This is the <sighs> epilogue episode. We will be discussing the epilogue titled An Occasion, and then just reflecting on what we've read and Twilight in general. So let's get started. All right. Edward deals with her time in the hospital, deciding he could never leave her in her brain broken state. He's got to wait a little while. He decides that it's just not the right time, but he's planning on leaving her eventually to set up for New Moon, which I despise. But, you know.
1: I, I mean, yeah, it's interesting that this shows that he's already like, yeah, I'm going to leave her. I'm just waiting for a sign. And then that he's one... He's not mentally preparing her. A no. Single bit. He's
0: mentally preparing himself. himself. I don't think he fully thinks that he's going to wind up doing it. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I mean, he doesn't think... He, he believes he doesn't that... Think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He believes that if he leaves, that she will move on. That it will hurt for a little bit. He doesn't realize how broken it's going to make her for a while. Bella already hates the wheelchair. By the time they get to the airport, yeah. probably hated it immediately. But we she really- did hate
1: it immediately. We all know that she did. But she doesn't like seeming so helpless,
0: mm-hmm. which is ironic. They get back home, and Jessica started a rumor that Edward and Bella had gone down <laughs> to visit Bella's mom. It's <laughs> made me laugh. Like this rumor started by Jessica, of course. And I was like, of course, mm. she would start the rumor just to have something to talk about. I mean, yeah. Bella started to sit with them at lunch and Edward worried about her being alienated by her friends, not realizing it was Bella alienating her friends. Oh yeah, exactly. She's what? like
1: humans, whatever. I like how it's just like, yeah, she was becoming alienated from her former friends, especially Angela. He's all for Angela. This is like, Bella, honey, you need to go hang out with some of your old friends. You know, Angela's really nice.
0: <laughs> he figured things would go back to normal once he left. Alice decided to make Bella and Edward go to prom. Edward didn't like the idea because he knew she wouldn't like it. But the more he thought about it, he wanted to go for the memory of it. But for more her impo- memory of it. For he said for his a little bit to always have that memory with him. But, but mainly more for first, her. More importantly, so she, she would needs have a
1: story to tell her grandkids. Like she needs her, stories. Yeah, he imagine going to tell her grandkids. Even if she didn't yeah. get with Edward.
0: <laughs> Edward imagines her, you know, living in a house, a cute little yellow house or something. Mm-hmm. Or I think he just says cute little house. I'm thinking, yeah. about, <laughs> I'm thinking about Renee's yellow house. And um, you know, it
1: says, I imagined her somewhere sunny in a pretty but simple house. That was, unless she changed her way significantly, filled with clutter. <laughs> I hate that he's like
0: this because I feel insulted.
1: All the clutter. All the clutter. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because
0: we imagine that like when we grow up, we'll we'll be less filled with clutter but it's probably not going to happen. I mean,
1: two out of the three of us live on our own, so, (laughs) uh, yeah. There's a room in this house. Y'all are not allowed in for a reason. I didn't
0: know we weren't allowed in it. You can go in there. It's just a scary place to be. I don't go in there, usually. (laughs) I got distracted. So, it's more importantly that it's done for her, and then Bella comes downstairs fully decked out. They both think the other cleans up well. Of course. She has no idea why she's stressed up. Yeah, we're going to get to It's hilarious.
1: She has. has has her own ideas, which girl, no. Why, why she thought of that after Edward's protest is really dumb of her, but. She's pulling a Renee there, and it's
0: all about her and what she needs and wants. Yeah. So then Charlie comes up, very uncomfortable, saying that he's got Tyler Crowley on the phone. Charlie calls.
1: Calls Edward. I don't know who sells, because
0: they're like on the way to prom or something. Okay, so I misread that. Yeah, he calls, and Edward
1: answers. I don't know if he calls Edward or calls Bella. I don't know that. He calls Edward. It says, my phone rang in my pocket. I yeah. pulled it out quickly, wondering so, whether... I would like to say <laughs> clearly Charlie is, like, over
0: everything at mm-hmm. this point. He's, like, whatever. But, yeah. He calls up and he's, like, Tyler Crowley's at the door asking for Bella. Can you talk to him?
1: <laughs> I just like how Edward's, like, you're kidding. <laughs> you're kidding, really? And Edward is, like, she's busy
0: tonight. Actually, she'll be busy every night. Sorry, man. Tyler's so stupid. Yeah, he <laughs> is. How unobservant is he that he didn't Bella told him no and he's still I've said it before Tyler scares me in a way yeah. that like it's not good that's why he's
1: one of the characters we would fight he's stupid unobservant mm-hmm. and
0: a little eerie I don't understand how okay so I get it maybe before the whole they jump ship to Phoenix I'm that- like if you believe Jessica's story that this relationship has gone far enough for them to go down to Phoenix mm-hmm. to see Bella's mom then why are you showing up at our house with a corsage <laughs> it's really. not like it's like a big high school where he might yeah. have missed it it's like super small. i don't know he's pretty unobservant yeah. apparently he didn't notice that she was sitting he with just him at lunch hot. but anyway bella seems mad after he gets off the phone with her she didn't realize they were going to prom
1: and then she starts crying yeah she's like what you're taking me to the
0: prom and- he's like <laughs> it's so funny because she's crying and efforts like what's wrong yeah she goes I'm no. While reading this, I was like, "That's me." Honestly, <laughs> I, I'll just start crying and be like, "I'm mad." Okay.
1: I just like this this part. Like right after she says, "You're taking me to the prom," it's like, "What else could we be doing in formal attire and forks tonight?" And he said, "There are actual tears brimming in her eyes. She had one hand clenched around the door handle, like she wanted to throw herself from the car." And he's like, "I locked the doors." <laughs> She's
0: so dramatic. Yeah. What painkillers is she on? Like she thinks she got all dolled up for her to get turned into a vampire. She thinks he. He has changed his mind in the past few weeks, the past month or so that's passed. Mm-hmm. And he has decided to get her all dressed up to turn her. Dumbass. <laughs> she a dumb hoe. Girl. <laughs> everything has built up to this moment for Bella. She's so really excited. Has. And she's upset for that. But no, they're going to prom and she's mad because she can't dance. Even if she did have two working legs, she still can't dance. No. But once they start dancing, she's she enjoys it. No, I love they walk in and everything. And of course, like she finds out that all the other Cullens are there and the Cullens are dancing and they're the best dancers on the floor. And they're and missing
1: pictu- styles over the hundred years. I'm yeah. picturing
0: them dancing. I don't know what music is playing, but it is so funny <laughs> in my brain right now. Like, can you imagine? And all the other kids are like dee 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 just you know put away from each other just Mm -hmm. middle school dancing uh so they're at prom
1: they're dancing and then like (laughs) and Bella's like I feel like a five year old because she has her feet on top of his (laughs) same
0: (laughs) but she's enjoying it and then uh out of nowhere Edward hears this familiar voice
1: oh wait hang on a second before we even get to that she's they walk in she's like do you want me to bolt the door so you can massacre the massacre the unsuspecting townsfolk (laughs) oh is this the part where he's Like what side would you be on? she's like, clearly vampires. vampires.
0: <laughs> and I'm
1: like me. Duh.
0: But yes, he starts hearing some very clear thoughts, which are Jacob Black's. <laughs> Jacob Black is just strolling in to Forks High School prom, his little sixteen-year-old cell. He's mm-hmm. like, why?
1: Why did I accept my dad's twenty bucks to come here to tell Bella He's the like, shit? I should turn away. No, I shouldn't.
0: Yes, I should. No, I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Edward's like, oh boy, this <laughs> kid. Which Edward doesn't really
1: mind at first. This then Jacob's going under. Well, we yeah, know. he's not angry at that at first, and more he's more angry about the push in the treaty, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then he starts listening to Jacob's thoughts, and he's like, mm, no. And you know, Jacob like
0: tells her, why he's there and everything about the treaty stuff and like how she doesn't see Edward anymore or whatever it was. But he's not like selling it. He's not like... It's very he, have- part of, like he He's not really invested in the vampire werewolf thing at this mm-hmm. point. He's like Which crazy. Which
1: is fascinating because he's like, Bella, you stink. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's the part where I was like, he is smelling this scent so hard because he's like, man, she's wearing some bad perfume and Edward's like, he's not wearing perfume. Like in his head. Mm-hmm. And, like Jacob is smelling it so intensely which I was like his wolfy senses are already tingling they're not gonna come into play till months later but they're tingling
1: I think he's smelling the vampire on her yeah that's that's definitely what he's smelling but it's fascinating that we already have this inclination here of him changing and it's interesting too because you know you would think that Billy would be like oh I want to keep Jacob away from them because that might cause him to change and instead he keeps sending Jacob over there and this is why he changes you keep on putting your son in contact with the
0: vampire I hope you know that. <laughs> and then Jacob just decides to like go all out and flirt with her. Yeah. Flirt with her and tell her kind of how he feels. And I'm like, Oh, that's quite the move for it, kid. And then at this point, Edward's like, Maybe this little pretty house is gonna be in La Push. And then he like gets mad and he's like, Nope, 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 can't think mm-hmm. about that. Which makes me think of um eclipse when the love triangle kind of comes into play. I don't I just don't think it's a well done love triangle, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Like it was always one place. It was side. always Edward. I, outweighed, yeah. But, um, when Bella, like, kind of does picture her life with Jacob, just for a sense of normalcy, so I thought about that whenever Edward was thinking about this and mm-hmm. this book. What really makes him mad is that Jacob is human, kind, and good, I think is what he says. That bugs him even more, because it's not like Mike Newton where Edward's got a personal vendetta against yeah. Mike. Yeah. Against the Newtons he's of like, the
1: past. <laughs> he's like, I can't have a personal vendetta because he's just too good and nice, yeah. like. And also like that, how Edward's like his his thoughts are really honest. He's very honest with himself. Mm-hmm. The music cuts out
0: after, you know, Jacob's told her she's looked pretty and that he did like somebody here tonight, but she was taken Obviously yeah. referring to Bella.
1: And I like how he thinks after that, probably shouldn't have said that, but what the hell, nothing to lose. <laughs> That's when you know, like, Jacob, it's gonna be a fun time. Like, <laughs> he doesn't give too many shits. And also, like, yeah, I like him. Also, like, later, a little bit later on, she, he says in his mind also, he's like, like, I wish he was a vampire. That might make some room for me. And I'm like, no. Yeah, he's like, okay, if this Edward guy was actually a vampire, then Bella wouldn't be in love with him. You're like, if we're not- <laughs> yeah.
0: They're
1: all like, that's complete opposite like, Jake. you understand the vampire part, like,
0: really makes her love him? <laughs> Putting that one out there. Would Bella have fell for a normal human boy? No. No, because if Edward wasn't a vampire and still doing the shit that he does, it's harder ex- to explain. Yeah, there wouldn't be an excuse for it.
1: Her dad would come Come out with the shotgun. <laughs> Edward's in a biker gang.
0: The song ends and Bella like takes her hands off Jacob. Jacob's <laughs> still like
1: holding her. And, and Edward's like, Jake, like, move your hands. Let
0: me step in here. Edward swoops in. He's, he's like, that's my cue. And he's like, I'll take it from here. <laughs> and so Jacob goes off and Edward's like, I'm jealous. Pretty much. He didn't really say it. He, but um, it. he mentioned before how jealousy was a human emotion. I think with stuff with Mike earlier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How jealousy was a human emotion that he wasn't. Supposed to
1: feel, but he felt it then and he feels oh, it wait, now. And I'm like, no. clearly, yeah, it's right here. That. It's literally right here, yeah, because this is after right after she he imagines like the two of them being together. He's like, jealousy was such a human emotion, powerful but senseless, based on nothing more than watching her pretend to dance with a friend. I would not let the future trouble me. Clearly, you're not telling her that you're gonna leave. Hey, <laughs> really,
0: who do you think is gonna pick up the pieces? Edward, clearly, I have no idea. And then he's like, he insulted me because he said you were pretty and you're not pretty, you're beautiful. beautiful. I'd goddess, be like, whatever. Shut up. Whatever. Try again. Unless you're singing emo music to me, emo lyrics. I don't want to hear it. So that happens, and then he's like, "I gotta ask why you um w- what you thought was happening tonight." And she's like, "I thought you were gonna turn me." And they argue about forever.
1: Yeah, we had our 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 insert book title line, not the title of this specific book, but oh yeah, <laughs>
0: Twilight. Twilight again, another ending. No matter how perfect the day is, that always has to. End. and she's like some things don't have to end wink wink (sighs) and he's like not happening Bella and yeah they argue about forever the whole thing is like what does forever mean yeah for Bella versus Edward and then it's like you promised it's funny Mm -hmm. because for the human it means forever and ever and never and never and for the vampire who will not die it means until you die Bella yeah until I say so until I leave Mm -hmm. that's forever and the book ends with him kissing her neck Dee,
1: dee, dee, she's like, dee, dee, she's like, dee, 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 isn't that enough? And he's like, yes, it is enough, enough for forever. Yeah. This time I
0: spoke of real forever, my eternal forever. As the night finally ever came, the end of the day, I leaned forward again and kissed the warm skin of her throat. The end. Yes, we're done. And that was Midnight Sun. Mm-hmm. Woo! I was so happy when I finished this because I finally finished it, and I finished it this morning, and I was also
1: very I happy finished to it finish it as
0: Reba was pulling into my drive. (laughs) It was very like... Perfect time. But what are our overall thoughts about it? Like, well, like Midnight Sun in itself. Midnight Sun, I will say, does add a little bit to the story.
1: Yeah, I like how how much it adds. How many little things that we didn't know or that we learned like later after all the series was done. Like it's kind of added in here or things that we didn't really know mm-hmm. extremely well before. Mm-hmm. I feel like to read it and enjoy it, you gotta be a clear fan. Yes. Oh yeah. You gotta have to have
0: some sort of investment in it, because it's the same story. Yeah, if you just read them for fun and you don't really have any investment in it, or you did at some point, and now you could care less, Mm-hmm. you're not going to enjoy it but like us we grew up with it mm-hmm. and we loved these characters and this story and getting to see it from a different perspective we
1: enjoyed overall yeah.
0: clearly and i'll say i also i like men's point of view better than women's mm-hmm. point of view uh, honestly
1: the, yeah which is why i like beautiful different element. beautiful creatures so much is because yeah. of mm-hmm. that i personally as a writer i love writing from
0: uh like the male perspective i do too mostly co- i mean i don't write like complete skis balls yeah some male perspectives are like that and Mm -hmm. whatever fine some males are like that some females are like that but trying to like find those emotions and those characteristics in a male Mm -hmm. it's interesting it's interesting to read it's interesting to write and getting to see from the vampire side and what's all going on with Mm -hmm. all that versus Bella's fresh human human side side well it also also
1: reintroduces us to a lot of the colon characters because we see a completely different side Side of of them Yeah. Yeah. yeah like Jasper we did not see see this mm-hmm. from Jasper.
0: I think overall just seeing multiple perspectives of characters is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Twilight, the whole series, it's from Bella's first person perspective, mm-hmm. except for that chunk of Breaking mm-hmm. Dawn from Jacob's. And first person, you're just going to see what they see. You're mm-hmm. just going to yeah. think what they think. It's kind of even like um, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which it's third person, but still it's in Harry's mind. So you have certain um, thoughts about the different houses and the different characters Mm -hmm. because Harry does. And getting to see from Edward in Midnight Sun kind of shifts that and makes you like, oh, that's how that person is. Mm -hmm. That's how that situation actually went. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really interesting reading the end and seeing that, like, he he was always planning on leaving her. Yeah. You know, yeah. And was trying to work himself up. And she has no idea. Mm-hmm. No,
1: like, he yeah, he, like, he literally planned to leave this entire time since Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I was literally just waiting for a sign. And I think, mm-hmm.
0: as a 13-year-old reading it, I needed Bella's perspective, thinking that everything was going to work out. Mm-hmm. And then realized that it didn't. And then it eventually did. But as a 24-year-old reading it, from Edward's perspective, and him being like... Like, I don't know what to do, but at this point, I'm gonna wait it out. Mm-hmm. Even though I know at the end I'll have to break my own heart and hers. Yeah, I'm like that makes a lot more sense for me at this point in my life. That's mm-hmm. a lot more realistic. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, at one point, I was kind of disappointed in the way this was written, just because it sounded so similar to the way Bella writes or the way Bella's brain works. Yeah. But I will say, the more I analyze it, the more I look into it, it's it's different, different enough to where I can justify, but Having both of them. It's not. They view things so differently, and you see that, and kudos to Stephanie for seeing it, like finding the way they would oppositely react to things. Yeah. Even the things that, you know, you wouldn't normally expect them to react to. Mm-hmm. And. Like I said Like the way It's written It's not completely Stephanie You Mm -hmm. don't just hear One point of view Like I can see The OG Edward That I read When I was 12 years old Mm -hmm. Sounding like this Yes Mm -hmm. I I really can And I Mm -hmm. like seeing Because in Twilight He is so perfect And everything Even whenever He makes a mistake It's not his fault And we go in his mind And we see That internal battle And everything Mm -hmm. And the imperfections The insecurities And I'm like Yes
1: love it yeah I
0: love flaws give them to me but also he doesn't really see Bella's flaws as flaws either no, no he so, doesn't but I mean makes that sense.
1: the only thing I really didn't I guess particularly like is how much a- access there is of his thoughts. Like boy thinks a lot. Yeah, yeah. he like got a lot of time on his hands. That's the only thing I don't like about this because yeah, I'm sit- really sitting there long. like, mm. which once again, you got to be
0: a fan to read this because it's what 650 plus pages, 658 mm-hmm. pages, which is a well hunk of a book. If I throw this at you, it might leave a mark. <laughs> it would leave a mark. It would mark. It is very long-winded, but so is Edward. So that does make sense. And we talked yeah. about that. Like probably in the first episode, how much longer this book is compared to Bella's. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of other things, there's a lot of other moving parts, and his thoughts um, are a lot more long-winded than hers. That being said, do we really, really, really need this book? Some parts of it, yes. I don't think so. But not like, no, not the entire thing. I I mean, that's my opinion, because I feel like you write your story. If you're really feeling yourself, do a spinoff if you can do it well. But having stuff from just publishing the same story from a different perspective which stephanie has now done thrice yes or like shifting it around i don't love Mm -mm. that's my personal i feel like there are so many other stories she could tell if she wanted to stick to the twilight universe but she decided to do this one and i know this was probably her intention for a really really long time clearly she wrote this back whenever the movies were being made Mm -hmm. early on and she was just disheartened by the it Mm -hmm. being leaked yeah Which I completely understand. I won't take back saying it's a cash grab because it Mm -hmm. is. I will say I do love the book and I love the series. But when you make books like this, even though you're adding to it, you're also causing more problems. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. Hence James and the Airplane. Yeah, Yeah, they're like plot holes or questions that come up that wouldn't wouldn't be there. Edward Mm
0: -hmm. did, though. And A lot of people needed this book, especially for Mm -hmm. the time that it came out. I really wish I had... It And I was able to read it last year around the time it was announced because having that comfort of a familiar mm-hmm. story would have been really great, great for my mental health at the time. Yeah. And I did not have it. I Instead, I had it this year where I actually like got back into reading once Big- again because yeah. of Twilight. Yeah. That's really wild. I read it when it first was released, like the day after. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was the day it was released. I just said, screw it because they didn't give me the book the day it was released and it made me upset. Why would you pre-order something if you're not going to get it the day it comes out? But anyway, with that being said, I started reading it the day it came out and finished it in like two days on top of working full time. So, I needed it mentally. I needed it. Um I also have to say that like, part of me is glad it came out and that I decided to read it because I don't really sit down and I'm like, I'm going to reread Twilight. Yeah. yeah. That, that has not happened in a very, very long time. That hasn't happened happened to since we first got into it. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, I'll go back and read it, but not like fully read it. And I'll just like... Part take it of stem. it was always whenever you experience something early in your childhood, you don't want to ruin it. That was part of it for me. Mm-hmm. So getting it in a different form and being able to be analytical about it, you know, as an adult was actually fun. Yeah, it was very and fun. I still enjoy the story. I still love the story and everything. Um, it's not necessarily my favorite story in the universe, but it has done so much for me and helped me through so much and just has been enjoyable for the past 12 years. Yeah. that You know, I'm, I'm glad that I opened this mm-hmm. <laughs> and read it. I will say it's been a pleasure reading it and doing it this for our first season of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it was the most deserving of the first season because yes. it was such a huge part of our childhood. And it was a big part of us. I mean, like... Big part. Big part. I mean, like... I didn't know I was a fangirl until I picked up a Twilight book. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't... I would never consider us the Twihards. I don't go that hard for anything. Yeah, I don't go that hard for any. I don't either, but we were huge fans. Mm-hmm. And I think that going over this book, was necessary for us. And I hope that y'all enjoyed it.
1: Well, it's one of those things where we all knew we were all going to read it eventually. So we might as well all do it together and record what we're going to well, say. I really <laughs> had like no intention of reading it. That being said,
0: I was not reading at the time. Either. Yeah. But yeah, getting to get on here and have fun with it and also be very critical of it. Great time. It's been yeah. fun. I want to know if there are any, like, stories about the Twilight times for the past, you know, 12 plus years that y'all want to share. Like, just, like, any crazy things involving Twilight that you did.
1: I haven't Ooh. done any crazy things. Or crazy. just, like, memories. Yeah, other than when we first got into it, going to see every movie in the theaters. Getting dressed up. Yeah, no, that's why I pulled up that picture of that shirt. The shirt that we have from Girly Girls that says, Love their guys cold, pale, and sparkly. We yeah, wore those yeah, on our body. No, did. no. What you wrote in the description, uh, you said it's the last time, and you listed all three of us that each bought this shirt three years ago when we saw New Moon, which was our first Twilight movie to see in theaters. We decided to wear them to each movie. Now that saga's ending, the shirt is a memento with the laughs and gasps my friends and I shared throughout the series. I'll miss it, but we still have tons of other book to screen adaptations to look forward to. And we did. Yeah, it
0: was a fun time in life. It was. It was a time I miss those times. So simple. You go to a movie theater. Huh. What a lie! I have a few very like specific memories. Obviously, my first memory watching Twilight, I think I've shared on the podcast, so I won't go into that one. But I started reading them on April 1st, mm-hmm. and I finished on April 30th. So it took me a month to read all of them. But I was in the middle of reading Breaking Dawn when my little 12-year-old self just sitting on my bed reading Breaking Dawn. I was at the part where I think Bella finds out she's pregnant. And I was called. My parents called me into the room. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, we need to talk. And I was like, oh, someone died or someone has cancer because at this point in my life that's That's what happened happened. yeah and I get told hey mom's pregnant you're gonna have another little sibling (laughs) and I was like well I cried I went through it and then I was like I'm breaking Dawn right now. Bella just found out she's pregnant. So my whole life, or like for the past 12 years now, that has always stuck with me. And I tell my sister all the time I'm like, yeah, I was reading that Twilight book whenever uh, Bella found out she was pregnant and then I found out you were coming along, so you're bonded to that Yeah, now.
1: I can just there are a couple of things that I remember, especially right there at the beginning. One of them is I remember, so I have to go to my grandmother's house every day that that this time, and she would drive me to school. And I remember going up to her her house getting on the computer because anyone didn't have Wi-Fi at my house or any internet whatsoever and watching clips of the Twilight movie on YouTube trying to figure out what it was coming out on DVD and trying to watch essentially the whole movie in one go just from those clips I remember (laughs) whenever we had
0: a dial-up and I was watching the preview for New Moon and it froze as Robert Pattinson is walking out like the cathedral (laughs) and he's all sparkling and he's just like bare
1: chested and my little 13 year old self was like "Ah!" I was like someone's gonna walk in. <laughs> I got a naked male on my screen. Yeah, I remember that, and I remember, I remember when we watched it at my, the first Twilight movie at my house together. I remember us I wearing those shirts a lot. I remember um, dressing up as the characters to go yeah. like, on some, like, build trip. Um, I
0: remember going to a Girl Scout event where...
1: <laughs> the Twilight Girl Scout event? Yeah, that was the <laughs> a Twilight-themed Girl Scout yeah, event. Yeah, where it had, um, like, a bunch of themed items for us, and, like, we watched one of the movies, and then there was, like, self-defense classes involved with that, too. That was a time.
0: It was a time. Well, I can't really think of anything other than um, me getting mom into it, Mm -hmm. which was a really trying
1: time for her.
0: (laughs) And she was, like, refusing to read this book because I was always like, Mom, you got to read this book. Mom, you got to read this book. Mom, you got to read this book.
1: I never got my mom into it. And then
0: my grandfather was in the hospital and she saw it like she was just looking for something to read. And my mom is not like a romance kind of novel person. Person she likes some dark stuff, and so they didn't really have anything she was into. And she saw that they had the Twilight books, and she was like, "Well, I'll pick this one up." And she read it in like a day too. I feel like Twilight hits you when you need it. Like I always have good memories of like yeah. finding Twilight, reading Twilight, I talking can, about Twilight. Yeah,
1: I can just particularly it's only Eclipse that I remember like reading it, sitting in my bed reading it, like I need to go to bed, and then staying up and reading the rest of it anyway. <laughs> like yeah, it's just I, I even, wasn't that kid. I'm still not that adult. I mean, that's how I ended up reading all four books, like, in four days. So, like... Yeah, that's what happens to me. Crazy. You have, like, a certain amount of pages, and you're like,
0: I really need to go to bed. I can get through this. I can get through this. Yeah. My freshman year of college, we were doing a project, and I was doing a video about... I don't remember what the actual prompts, but about something that impacted my life. So, I was going to do a video about how Twilight impacted my life, and how, like, I decided to start writing because of it. And in the video, I, like, I did a scene with my roommate where like we were watching the movie like what I did with Reba and we were going through that and then me um like sharing my idea for writing a story and her being like so it's like Twilight so it's like Twilight and I'm like no it's different but there was one part where I was reading Twilight in different places and so we were going around the dorm like we went in the common area and I was reading on the couch we went in the bathroom and I was reading it like on top of the toilet like squatting on top of the toilet <laughs> like our uh, RA walked in and everything and she was like, what are y'all doing? And we're like, A school project. It's fine. And then there was this one part I wanted to do where um, the elevator doors open and I was reading it. Mm-hmm. So I go over. My roommate like ran down the stairs so that she could catch the elevator door opening. And I was on our floor waiting for it to open so I could go down. Not a lot of people use the elevator on our floor. So I was like, it's not going to stop right here. Mm-hmm. Those damn doors open. <laughs> and there's this gaggle of girls on there. Just a bunch of sorority girls, you know. And I was like, y'all go on, y'all go on. I'm holding my Twilight book to my side because at this point, I'm kind of embarrassed to be seen in (laughs) 2015, 2016 walking around holding Twilight. I don't think they see. And the elevator goes down. At this point, my roommate is filming already, waiting for me to come down, the doors to open. And you can hear on the clip, a girl getting off the elevator and going, that girl was reading Twilight. I think I put that in my video because it was so funny. (laughs) And I was so embarrassed. (laughs) I get embarrassed. I care about what people think about me. But that That's a significant memory, just because Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny. Ah. That being said, I got a 99 on that project. Not a hundred, because you don't get hundreds. You never get hundreds. You get 99s. Yeah. Even though it's Perk. One of them
1: is, of course, that scrapbook we
0: made. Oh, yeah. I need to read it because I still think I'm hilarious, obviously. I've been reading old stuff of mine, and I'm like, man,
1: you're funny. Yeah. I'll have to send pictures of it when I get home. But yeah. Please. For for those of you who don't know. You need to post (laughs) stuff on our Instagram. Oh, yeah. I should. Even if it's like on the story or something. But Mm -hmm. uh, we essentially back when we first got into this which is like 6th grade printed off a bunch of stuff from the internet of like from the movies or like from things people have drawn and like added our own like annotations Mm -hmm. and stuff and put it in an actual scrapbook. So Mm -hmm. like we have that There's more than one isn't there? There's a second one that we didn't start but I drew on the front of it like cause you know in the middle of it has that blank space to like put in a card or like a picture Mm -hmm. like I drew a smiley face around it that has a vampire fangs and there's oh blood gosh, dripping I remember out remember that yeah And we write everywhere like peace love and vampire yeah
0: there's okay, a lot of that so. too can we mention that i got an alice haircut <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, girl, i remember that yeah i had to get the alice haircut like based off of the movies obviously if i got the alice haircut and it would be like super short no i've never had anything that short in my life
1: Yeah, there was that. I also remember when we went to go see Break and Dawn. I think it was part one in theaters. And those younger girls that were sitting behind us while we were there—what is going on when she was having the birth scene? I was thinking about seeing part two. And those uh, like oh, those people
0: who clapped were sitting next to me, and they were really into it and they were singing along with Christina Perry's A year- Thousand Years at the very end. I mean, we all were, but yeah. they were singing along with it and I was yeah. just
1: like, huh? <laughs> all I can remember is during the vision scene of the whole theater clapping when Jane died. <laughs> Speaking of stuff we didn't need, that might be one thing. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think I had one other thing, but I can't remember what it was.
0: I don't have anything I can think of. So we decided that <laughs> screw the Twilight movies. We want to recast them. <laughs> We've been talking about this all season, so it's not that surprising. Just me and Peyton did it. We not to do it.
1: Well, majority of the people who already play, I like. It's the people who are cast as Edward and Bella I would recast. That's how it yeah. usually goes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you can say yes or no to our picks. How about that? Sure. You can tell with our personalities and with our other interests the directions we decided to go. Yes. <laughs> Very so, much so. So, gonna do her- hers first. Which is scary.
1: I'm gonna have to look up pictures of people that yeah. you mentioned. <laughs> okay, so. You'll have to show me because I won't know some of them either. Can you preface
0: your cast? Like, what era is yeah, this? Yeah, I was you gonna going? say. First and foremost, I don't watch a whole lot of current stuff. Like as much like younger looking people anyway. So it was hard to do that. So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to pick with what I want. Yeah. And so they're mainly early 90s. I'll mention somebody and you'll be like, but they're old. Yes, they are. Just downgrade them to a lower age. So first and foremost, we have for Edward, Henry Cavill. Of course. Of course. Because if you have male perfection, it's Henry Cavill. If you see him in like, I'm thinking him in like the count of Monte Cristo that age as Edward and he I think he would play a good Edward at that age. Cause he wasn't like super buff at that time or anything, but he was smaller built. And I mean he was a teenager, so it makes sense. And then for Bella I have Emily Hampshire who plays Stevie in Shits Creek. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's very Bella. I she's, she is very Bella. I thought she would play a very good Bella. Just attitude wise, I think she's good. She's got that deep voice. I imagine hearing Bella. And she with. can do like deadpan funny. Yeah. Which I feel like it's kind of a Bella thing. I mean, like, Bella's not super expressive. She's way more expressive than she was in the movies. <laughs> uh, yes. I feel like Stevie would be a good, or the girl that plays Stevie, Emily Hampshire, would be a good Bella. So I'm really excited about my Alice one. Young Helen on Bottom Carter. Yes. yes! Alice, I mean like Helen Bottom Carter would play a very good Alice mm-hmm. I think, like just eccentric and fun and if Alice could age mm-hmm. she would be. Helen Bottom Carter and I mean like even the size wise I feel like that's yeah. a good, because I mean she's small like her. And then for Carlisle I have Anthony Starr who plays in The Boys and if you know that character, he plays Homelander and you'd be like, oh my god no. But <laughs> I can't, like when he's playing like, okay so Homelander is supposed to be like a Superman hero that um, is supposed to be like the good guy and then he is like super bad like in real life. But the when he's playing the good guy I feel like he would play a very good Carlisle. I don't know. I think he's blonde usually but I don't know. He may be brunette in some of those pictures. Wait, what did he play in?
1: The boys? Yeah, he's usually brunette.
0: Yeah, he's blonde mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah, he is. So I was thinking he would be a good Carlisle and then for Esme I have Carla Gugino which I've mentioned many, many times. But if you watch her in The Haunting of Hill. House. That's the vibe I'm going for. I mean, she's like this dreamy maternal figure that's like always fixing up the house and like loving on her children until she goes crazy. Because, you know, I like dark crap. So, <laughs> so pre going crazy, I think is a good Esme. So young Carlo Gugino for that one. And then for Jasper, I have Finn Jones. Young Finn Jones without the beard and blonde curl. Like I just imagined okay. with Jasper blonde curls. Oh. Oh, yeah, I could see this. And I think that he would be a good Jasper. I was almost, I was like this close to putting him as Brad Pitt.
1: This Mm -hmm. screams Jasper to me. It does scream
0: Jasper. Because I was trying to figure out who I was like imagining in my head. Because like I knew I had somebody in my head, but I didn't know the name or like where. it hit. It's because Dad's been watching, he's on Iron Fist. Mm -hmm. And Dad's been watching that show. And he kind of like reminds me of Jasper, like in the charismatic way. And the blonde curls really give it away, but I was like, I'm imagining him without a beard, and so I looked him up and I was like, yeah, that's Jasper. Yeah. And then... For Rosalie, I have Catherine Winnick. There are many pretty blondes out there, but I can't think of many fierce pretty blondes. And I feel like Catherine Winnick is, like, my mm. ideal. Yeah. I mean, y'all might not think she's as beautiful as I do, but I think she's, she's pretty. absolutely stunning. She plays a lot of badass characters. She plays a lot of badass characters, and I just, that fierceness would do well with Rosalie. And then on the same, like, wavelength of, like, Vikings, I have for Emmett Clive Standen. Young Clive Standen. Although I will say it was hard to play somebody other than Kellen Lutz so y'all may yeah. not agree yeah
1: I really liked I would still prefer Kellen but I could kind of see him
0: yeah yeah and I mean like he's big and buff and like I feel like a young Cam would play a good image yes
1: Kellen we stand Kellen Lutz in this house as we well
0: still, huh? we stand Kellen Lutz and I and Jason Rathbone Jackson Rathbone Jackson Rathbone yes he was a good Jasper I had no complaints with him I yeah. liked the girl that played Atlas too yeah. but Ashley Green Ashley Green, yeah. Caitlin's got like 20 more than <laughs> I do. She's got
1: a PowerPoint. <laughs> so,
0: I personally, like I've mentioned before, I've watched the Twilight movies first. So, those people I, you know, I grew up with and everything. And while I don't love some of their choices or some of the choices of their direction of the characters, whatever, it, like it doesn't affect me. But I was like, if they made, remade Twilight right now, who or what kind of vibe for an actor would I want? I would want a lot of unknowns because that's just two hours. I am Mm -hmm. and I feel like every time I'm watching something and there's a newer actor that I've never seen before, they always do a great job. Yeah. And so that's what I would want personally. But if I had to cast people who I've seen either on other shows or like I've researched a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, this is kind of my cast. I made a PowerPoint presentation. Yes, please turn. Um, You will not see on the podcast, but
1: I will show my friends to see if they agree.
0: With that being said, I think we are going to post our pictures of the people that we have picked out. Mm,
1: we'll see. I don't know how we want to format that. But I think
0: yeah. we may. This is... She's got a full podcast going. <laughs> She's even got a title that says Caitlin's Twilight Fancast. Uh, modern PowerPoint. S- modern slash Gen Z version. Yes. I um, wanted to cast people for at least the quote-unquote teens mm-hmm. who were under the age of 30. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my goal. So, most of them are in their 20s. There might be a couple who are even younger than that, like actual teenagers. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. 14 or anything, but there are some who are maybe like 18. The first one I have is Bella and I still don't know which direction I want to go with her Mm -hmm. um, because as Bella I see a few different things. Yeah. So I feel like I need to explain myself a little bit on these choices. And I would like to say some of these actresses, these actresses in particular like I've never actually watched I don't think the stuff that they are on, but there are certain vibes about Mm -hmm. them. That's the thing. I go with vibes and not Mm -hmm. looks necessarily. So the first one I have, I think I've talked about her a little bit was um, Danielle Hope Russell. She is currently on the Legacies on the CW. She's brunette, big-eyed, and everything. Can play the stupid teenager pretty well. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that. So, I'm like, I could see her as, like, a Bella character. The next one was, uh, let's see if I can say her name. Kaya Scodelaria. And she's been in a bunch of stuff. She was on the UK version of Skins. I know is what she's most famous for. And she's on a show,
1: I think. She's Ice skating? She's in... Yeah, I don't remember what it's called Uh on that like she's in Pirate, the one of the last *Pirates* of the Caribbean movies, and she uh, was in um, *Maze Runner*. And she is dark haired, she. I think she's blue eyed, very pale mm-hmm. and,
0: like skinny kind of Bella vibes that I could see and just like the, her expressions are kind of Bella, Bella for me. And then I was like okay, I was looking for plain Jane type actresses mm-hmm. as Bella, and which is really hard because there are so many like typically beautiful people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no I want someone who's playing in everything. And so I was just looking and there was this one actress, I don't know anything she's been in, but I have like watched a couple of interviews and stuff with her um, and she was very like plain Jane I, I don't know if I necessarily see her as Bella but I could see the vibe as her and that was um, this girl Caitlin Deaver yeah I know her and um, just like the plain Jane really innocent type mm. of Bella like she looks young but she looks you would think like that. she could be fierce she played in Justified, and she was like a drug dealer like she wound up being like the drug lord at like 16 exactly
1: <laughs> that's what I need for Bella yeah, yeah. well I mean we already decided that Cullens are part of the mafia so but like I said there's several Several different directions I could go. Those are just three
0: options I had. Yeah. The next one, I watched a show a while back, Jenny in Georgia. The guy on there who plays like the teenage boy and everything, he's got a jawline for days and he was sneaking through windows. So I was like... Felix Mallard, you are Edward.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, too. He's super
0: broody and everything. The jawline really got me. I was Mm -hmm. like, that's Edward. And Mm -hmm. he's Edward to me. Like, if it was recasted, he's, I think he's like 21, 22 right now. So he's at that age where he could pull it off. With Jacob, I had a hard time because it's hard to find a actor with Native American descent. Yeah, I was having trouble with that. They're out there, obviously, but it's hard to just Google these things. Yeah. And I, I don't necessarily just watch something I know that they are. So I said I wanted some uh, like Noah Centineo Centineo energy. Mm-hmm. But I could he, see him
1: as a Jacob.
0: He um, I think he's got a little bit of Native American in him. That's not what he like strictly is but so it really just depends on what you're going for. Yeah. I didn't even try with Jacob because there's mm-hmm. an underrepresentation. Yeah. But he can play like the goofy but also serious hot dog type thing which he yeah. has done in several teen movies. And I said if we we're really gonna go with a, um, actor of Native American descent. Why not just go back to our roots? He's grown up a little bit and everything. Boo Boo Stewart. Yeah. just bring him back our former Seth he's done it just bring him him. back he would be able to do it oh he'd be great because he can like pull off the goopy and everything Mm -hmm. okay for Alice I chose uh, Anya Taylor-Joy she's probably most famously known right now for Queen's Gambit she's got that manic pixie dream girl look yes she does like she just looks like a pixie Mm -hmm. and even like her interviews and stuff that I've watched I have not watched Queen's Gambit like the way that she talks and like carries herself I'm like that could be Alice like that energy could be hey my Jasper (laughs) I was like, which direction do I want to go with this? And I'm like, they're really quiet, but also cinnamon roll type is what I decided to go. Mm -hmm. So I went with Timothy Chalamet. I could, yeah. Yeah, he's got the hair. He's got the look. I can hate him, but I can also love him. Mm -hmm. So that's the direction I went with Jasper. And you could see him as like, Mm -hmm. in like... I could see him murdering, but I could also see him being a cinnamon roll. But I mean, like, I could also see, like, him as far as, like, in a old-timey picture. yeah, In a Civil War era decked
1: out. I could see. He could could easily pull that that off. off. For
0: Rosalie, I said Sophie Turner. Mm -hmm. She's got that blonde, really fierce look, like blonde Sophie Turner. I think I said Sansa Stark energy, but Mm -hmm. like not Sansa at all. You know, Sansa was very much like everything has to go my way Mm and like really by book and everything. And I feel like that's what Rosalie needs. Yeah. Like something fierce. With Emmett, I don't know specifically who I want. I did pick someone just based off of an energy I wanted, I wanted someone who was like fun teddy bear but also a big guy and this is where I started saying actually throughout this casting I was like we do need more representation within Twilight we do racial and um, ethnicity wise mm-hmm. and so I was trying to decide um, what Collins I would personally not seek out but what energies I could see um, being specifically a person filler now I don't know how that sounds about me but yeah, I just really more- so I was like okay um, whose energy do I have that could be Emmett, and I went with uh, John Boyega from the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, I could see. I'm that. like, he's a big guy, but he could be a teddy bear. Yeah. yeah, like I could see that energy. He is on the higher age of my casting, which mm-hmm. is why I was looking for maybe a younger actor with his same energy, but I couldn't find anyone that was buff. But you also got to think Emmett is 20 when he's yes, changed, so yes. he's also which a is why bit I was more. okay with like casting him. Yeah, which I'm fine with that. I, you know, I was telling you when you told us that you were gonna do, not in the race of what mm-hmm. Stephanie had imagined. I was like, well, they'd either have to be, like, black or white, yeah. considering the demographic of when they were changed. Mm-hmm. It's and just,
1: and the place, too. And the place. Yeah.
0: And that would be a good one to change because I mean in the foothills of Tennessee, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. You can see him trying to take down a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Though you'd still be like, why is this dumbass trying to take down a bear? But yeah. mm-hmm. for Esme, I the other day was like Elizabeth
0: Olsen. Like mm-hmm. she's a hot topic right now. Um I haven't watched Wanda Vision yet hopefully I will by the time this episode comes out but you know she can play different types of characters like mm-hmm. she can play someone who's very fine and nurturing and everything but someone with a really like tragic past yeah so I feel like she could pull that off and then for Carlisle I just I have an unhealthy obsession with certain things <laughs> and you know a while back I was talking about I wish Carlisle you know not, not necessarily I wish but you know maybe he can have a fun time in certain situations like maybe he's a little dark sometimes so I went with the Darkling. Yeah, of himself, course. <laughs> ben Barnes. Imagine Not him shocked. as a hot Not doctor. Either. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love Carlisle. He definitely has some Carlisle energy. Yeah. Yes. Just imagine. Sleeves rolled up. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, she got hot and bothered on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of, I think Mike's next. This was <laughs> the other day. I was thinking about someone else in relation to this person. I really hope Mike is next. But then I was like, wait, why not this person instead? Because I was thinking about a movie that he has been in. And that was Dylan Sprouse. Wow. Yeah. Okay. First I was like, Cole? And I was like, no, no Dylan. Dylan. Because in um, the freaking after movie that we watched, he was kind of like the other guy who didn't get the girl. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he could play Mike. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. He might be a little bit too good looking but I understand mm. <laughs> he's decent looking he's not I'm like- not attracted he's- to the Sprouse twins in any way <laughs> I mean I'm not like oh yeah I love them but you know like I'm not mm-hmm. super attracted but I see that they're have attractive features and I just
1: imagine Mike being bleh I mean out of all these other <laughs> Don't know out of all these other people he is bleh
0: <laughs> yeah I mean you're right Dylan Sprouse Ben Barnes <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're not wrong I'm just saying like I could see him being a Mike character though he could
0: be a Mike character I'm just saying, with actors, it's kind of hard, but to find a normal-looking person. He
1: looks kind of like the guy who plays Mike Newton. I think he would do a good job. I'm
0: just saying, like, he's a tinge more attractive and I think Mike yeah. should be given credit for okay. it. Thanks for your input. Yeah. <laughs> your criticism. Um, And then I think next up is Jessica and for Jessica there were several different directions I could go. I love Anna Kendrick as Jessica. Mm-hmm. She but, made the movie. Yeah, but I was like, who you know is really great right now and everything and could play kind of the mean girl but also like, is she really mean or is she just saying all the wrong things? And so I went with a really interesting choice you might find. And that was Olivia Rodrigo. Right now, um, on the show that she's currently on, High School Musical, the musical, the series, she's like the good girl and everything. Mm -hmm. But we all know she can throw down. Oh, yeah. We have watched, or I have watched, the Good For You music video. I know she can throw down. I know she can wear that cheerleading uniform and give people s***. I know she could do it, and she could do it with a smile on her face and say, "Like me, like I can imagine it." And I'm like, I could see her being Jessica, like I really could.
1: I could see it too.
0: Um, and then for Angela, I had Zendaya, yes. yeah, because she's Queen mm-hmm. and she could honestly play a lot of roles. I feel mm-hmm. I, I believe she's just a very talented individual. She is, but um, as Angela, kind of like her dressing down and you know playing the kind of nerdy shy girl. I think mm-hmm. would be a fun time. And then I think, lastly, we had Eric. <laughs> and she didn't do Ben. She'd done all the humans but my Ben. Uh, yeah, I don't know who played ben. I would play Ben. I'd have to think on that one. But for Eric, I don't remember the actor's name right now. I have to look it up. But I was like, who's that kid in the newer Spider-Man movies? <laughs> so I went with the kid who plays, I think his name is Ned in those movies. Yeah.
1: His real name is Jacob something. Yeah, his character's name is Ned in the Spider-Man movies. He could be Eric.
0: He really could. So I was like, I need a nerdy Asian boy. I don't remember his full name either. Jacob uh, Batalum. Batallan. Yeah, he's Filipino American. But I was like, I need nerdy Asian boy. That's who I went with. So that's my fan cast. How y'all like? Oh, I, I like. I like good. favorite. I like who? I like Olivia Rodrigo as Jessica. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Zendaya was a good choice for... Angela? Angela. Yeah, I was blanking on that. I really like your cast. I, I think, Yeah. What Bella vibe did y'all agree with the most? Her. I don't know. Danielle. I really kind don't of. know for sure. Caitlin. Um, I know she could pull it off, mm-hmm. but I don't want... I think she'd have to dye her hair darker. Yeah. Like I, I want the dark hair. Yeah. The guy you have playing Edward would have to dye his hair lighter, so it's mm-hmm. just a... Mm-hmm. They'd have to all get They're wigs. they all go into the colorist. They're all going to the colorist. Yeah. It was a fun time trying to cast I also tried Twilight as a Broadway musical but that didn't get very far no, other than uh, Renee Rapp who plays or who played Regina and Mean Girls playing Rosalie of that's course as far as I got yeah but yeah it's a fun time fan casting and just picturing like if this could happen in a different way
1: I and feel like the, this could work as a cast now like yeah. the people that you chose yes, now. that's my
0: new job fan casting mm-hmm. meanwhile mine's like we have to get a time mm-hmm. machine to do
1: <laughs> we're like good go back to the Early nineties.
0: <laughs> it's just fun, like um, watching stuff and being like, "That's the perfect person," mm-hmm. or like having to actually seek out and being like, "Brunette actress under." 30, 20, 21, and seeing what comes up. Yeah. And being like, she's, no, she's a model. No, she's too old. Like trying to figure out who. Cause fan casting is very subjective, I feel. Mm-hmm. And personally, when I see a fan cast on like social media for books that are not adapted yet, I typically disagree with a lot of choices. Yeah. You always. And a lot of stuff lately has been with whitewashing characters yeah. and not having representation where it can be represented. Mm-hmm. Not. We want more representation. Yes. Like, I like to hear about every culture and mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. different person and yeah. individuals and no stereotypes. Yeah. With that being said, I feel like mine was like, it could work mm-hmm. if it was made back when Stephanie was writing it. Yeah. That's I think the, she would love your cast. Yeah. I feel like... I that, she would raise an eyebrow in most of mine. I really don't care. No. Because it's our fan cast. Yeah. Like, in my head, that's who I wanted. mm mm-hmm. um, I really like your Emmett, like... I think that was, Mm -hmm. that's who I felt like you were going to go with as far (laughs) as... I was like trying to think of like, who am I picturing? I was like, it's John Boyega. Like, it is. Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe someone younger, but I realized there was another guy. I was like, maybe him. But I like looked him up and I was like, no, he's too like nerdy Mm -hmm. what I'm going for. It was uh, the guy who plays Pope on Outer Banks. I was like he's too nerdy And like too skinny right now Maybe in a couple years He could do it mm-hmm. I mean he probably could do it Yeah But I was like That energy The vibe isn't really What I was going for right now I need a teddy bear Those were our fan cast And now we're going to talk about our, our next episode Which is our Vampire Media episode So basically Twilight has Impacted or impacted us As far as uh, What we have read And viewed And so we want to Kind of venture into Different works Involving vampires So yes. each of us Have chosen something or a couple of somethings to discuss on our next episode. So I'm going to do, for book, I'm going to do Vampire Academy by Rochelle Mead, and then I'm also watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Mm -hmm. which I don't remember when exactly Vampire Academy came out in relation to Twilight, but I feel like it was around that time. Mm. And Obviously, Buffy came out like around the time of my birth, which was way before Twilight.
1: Are we talking the book or the movie for Vampire? I got a slew of things
0: that I'm probably going to mention because I feel like it's important that we go back and cover Dracula just a little bit and see like how far the vampire thing has really went and then I want to do From Dusk Till Dawn movie and series and discuss that a little bit and maybe talk about some manga and anime. Yeah,
1: speaking of that that just made me think of yeah, one that I was like this definitely made us read slash watch this manga slash anime. Yeah. Vampire Night, Vampire Mm Night, which is
0: a travesty.
1: Yeah, we regret that. (laughs) We will
0: discuss that next episode. (laughs) Obviously, I want to talk about what I think inspired Stephanie Meyer which is the Vampire Chronicles 2 and then I
1: don't know. We'll see. Whatever comes out of your mouth. Whatever comes out of my mouth. You never know. As far as movies and TV shows I'm not really sure what I want to cover there. I mean I got a couple of book ideas. Yeah and uh, with those we will just kind of overarching things and talk about the world any
0: things that we liked or disliked about them.
1: Maybe recommend things that we liked. Yeah. And even the different vampire myths because their vampires are different Mm -hmm and everything so Mm -hmm.
0: exactly so that will be the next episode and then for our next season of the podcast, we will be venturing into another book for some book discussion and actually a series we are considering doing the whole series. Mm -hmm. It's not that long and everything and we will be formatting it a little different from Midnight Sun because it is a book and series that not a lot of people have ventured into besides us. Yes. After vampires, where do you go? Well, you go with werewolves! werewolves, obviously. Obviously. So there was a book that we read after Twilight, back in our middle school days, i say about 8th grade, that we loved dearly, but I'm sure reading back, we will have a few uh, critiques about it, and yeah. that is Shiver by Maggie Steve Otter. And so, it's about werewolves. It's a love story. I don't know how much action goes down. I guess we'll see. There are three books to this series. Yeah, and this was considered, like, the first one was, like, my favorite book at one point, mm-hmm. so keep, a- keep that in mind. But also, I was 13, so I don't really have a great opinion. I'm really excited to do this. Mm-hmm. I bought it almost immediately when we were considering doing it. I was like, I got to get it and I mm-hmm. got to get it now. Yeah. Our formatting is going to be different just for the sheer fact that it's not Twilight. So there's not it's a whole not lot. It's your
1: your story and...
0: And there's not as much going on yeah, yeah, paragraph yeah. by paragraph. So I can't really do bullet points. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's like these books are a lot
0: shorter yeah. than the Twilight books. So honestly, <laughs> don't read it unless you want to. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we will tell you all the dirt. Deets about it. Probably. We're probably going to do more of a storytelling feel to it, or that's what we're hoping for. We'll see. And just the goal overall with this podcast is for us to look back into stuff that we adored in our younger days Mm -hmm. and just see how we feel about them now and be able to criticize them now with an adult perspective. Yeah. Like that's always been our goal. And that's what we did with Twilight, and that's what we hope to do in the future with other books and adaptations that we pick up. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time with our Vampire Media episode. Thank you. Bye.